It is seconds away from 9.30, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I'm here with my ever-fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. I got my apron on. You do. (laughs) Good morning, Marianne. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. How about you? I'm fine. I'm a little cold. Yeah, I'm a little worried also that I might be getting mildew behind my ears, but other than that... I don't know. We have to treat ourselves with something <laughs> like sunshine. Oh, it's time to bleach our skin. <laughs> it's getting green and fuzzy. Oh, yikes. <laughs> and it's just beginning. Yeah. Just now. So uh, what have you been cooking? Well, um, let's see. I've been thinking about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, it's time to think about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um I bought a bunch of fresh cranberries. That always gets me really excited. You know, there's so many things you can do with them. Yes. And um, I really like fresh cranberry relish, and I really like cooking fresh cranberries and listening to them pop, you know. And having them uh, perfume the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I um, almost always use orange zest or orange juice or both when I'm, I'm making them. And I know that that's really typical, but I just love it, you know. I just do... It's delicious, yeah. and it's pretty darn good on uh, uh, those turkey sandwiches later. Yeah, yeah. Or your finger. <laughs> yeah, right. Or a big spoon. Yeah. Hey, when you make dressing, when you make stuffing, how yeah. do you do it? What do you do? Mine is like mediocre. Uh, you know what? I've done a variety of different things, but I tend to just be pretty traditional. First of all, because I don't need a recipe yeah, <laughs> and I'm lazy and there's a lot of other stuff going on. But the other thing is I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, just good bread cubes and um, a lot of um, celery, onions. I do mushrooms. Me too. And, um, I love them. I like it also with um, chestnuts or some kind of nuts. I've put before uh, walnuts or something in there. I like that. Um and trying to think, a lot of really good uh, chicken stock. I don't have turkey stock in my freezer. No, uh, uh-uh. so and and you know, I don't know what I. Well, I think there's I, only uh, one year that I was. Yeah, you have to have a turkey to, yeah. to do it, and um, I tend to do a go to a friendsgiving uh, mm-hmm. dinner where everybody brings something, and so I don't have a turkey carcass. So mm-hmm. chicken stock, fine. I uh, defy anyone to know the difference later. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that's the thing I have trouble with is how much stock to put in there so it's not dry and it's not like goop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so that you still... Do you have uh, any kind of rule of thumb? um, No. How do you not wreck it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I do. I just toss it until it looks right to me and then put it in a a baking dish. Yeah. And um, as it's... Because I do it separately from the bird... Mm -hmm. um, you can kind of take a you peek at it periodically, and if it looks like it's drying out too much, you can uh, spoon a little more. Oh yeah, I, you know, I never thought of that. <laughs> Add more <laughs> because I do want it to, I want it to be um, not gluey, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, I want it to be able to be picked up on a fork or put on a sandwich. I like dressing mm-hmm. on a sandwich, even though I do realize it is bread on bread, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it's really good, a turkey this is sandwich. America. I yeah. know, gosh darn it, and I like it with, um, I like a turkey sandwich with the cranberries and a little dressing on it. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Sometimes um, I put water chestnuts in there because they're nice and crunchy. Yeah, I've done that. I think that that's delicious. I like water chestnuts a lot better than nuts because nuts get kind of mealy to me. Yeah. But that's totally a personal thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. So uh, chestnuts or water chestnuts, I would say, oh, listen, chestnuts or water chestnuts. I never thought about the fact that they are named the same. <laughs> well, I wonder why. Is it because they just look alike? I don't know. Welcome I don't to food know. etymology. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and horse chestnuts. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, here we go. <laughs> How to tell a fresh fig. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, so I know that you're cooking at home this year. Yes, and um, I'm pretty excited about that. So um, um, what was I just going to say? Oh, every year, Thanksgiving, I always um really believe that it's it's good to cook as much as you can ahead so if if you have just like Marianne was saying most of us don't a turkey carcass from before you know you'll have turkey stock in your fridge but to make gravy ahead I just make it like I would make gravy with chicken stock uh -huh. and then um um, I have it all made ahead of time. And then when I have the drippings from the pan, then I just mix that in. And there so it really takes no time at all. Everything is done. I like I like thyme and I like sage in, in my turkey gravy. So I've got all that in there. And also, I know a lot of people like really smooth gravy, but I like mine kind of rustic. And so I start with onions and celeries and mushrooms, you know, uh, chopped up, diced yeah. pretty fine. Like and a mirepoix you're starting Yeah, with. I just, I don't like carrot flavor in gravy. Yeah, yeah. It gets I, I too know. sweet, too fast. Like even a whole carrot just won't. One will just really too much, way too much, and so um, no carrot, and so um, um, and I don't strain them out. I just leave that all in there. I think it's really good, and um, just like when you're making it straight from the pan, the way you're supposed to, um, sometimes there'll be little pieces of turkey, and I yeah. leave that in there. So yeah. So anyway, that that's I do that ahead. I do um, the mashed potatoes a couple hours ahead, and then I just take the pan that I I cook them in, and then also mash them in. And then I wrap that in a couple bath towels, and it keeps hot. It's just fine, and they stay fluffy. I and never knew that. I've yeah. done it before in a, like, put them in a, a double boiler or a bain-marie so that they're over. Being steamed, yeah. Yeah, but But, but, but that's I want a, the burner. Yeah. And so I have a little stove, just a 30-inch stove. And so, yeah, two hours ahead of time, I will finish the mashed potatoes. And then... Um, um, I actually probably wrap them in four bath towels. Okay, so good to I, know. So the pan with the lid on it is is wrapped and wrapped and wrapped and wrapped, and then I just go put it on the buffet, and they stay hot. It really works. Cool. No, hot. You th <laughs> <laughs> think that wow. they would be wrecked, but... <laughs> no, I love that. I love that you get uh, you you liberate a burner that way, too. Yeah, yeah. Which is a big thing in my it, house. Yeah, it's huge on a on a feast day. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah. So I was thinking, if if you all out there in Radio Land, all seven of you, you know, if you go to someone's house, you know, it's it's a and if the hostess, you know, asks you to bring cranberry sauce, bring cranberry sauce, but so often they say, oh no, just come, you know? Yes. And so it's a little difficult to bring something for a holiday meal, you know, if, if he or she has it all planned out, but bring something, bring something you made, like some pickles or some jam, or bring something like make the muffins for breakfast the next morning or bring a biscotti for their coffee, something, make something and bring it as a gift. Just, they, they work so hard on the dinner. Yeah. Be, be a good guest. That's a really, uh, 
That's a good thing to remind us about. And it's mostly because I'm hosting. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to put that out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's a hostess gift is always nice. Yeah. You yeah, know, and it doesn't, yeah. you don't have to make something. You could take a really nice bottle of wine yeah, that they're going to enjoy just later. meaningful. Yeah. I like it. I like it very much. Don't buy and, a supermarket pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't. Don't ever do that. There's no excuse. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's it's an easy peasy thing to do. Um, yeah. I what don't have know. you been cooking? Well, I've been making a lot of pie. Oh, that's right. I mean, we're, I've been preparing to make a lot of pie. I'm actually starting to deliver pie this week. Okay. But um, the, the North Coast Food Web is having a promotion, and the thank you gift is pie and um people have a choice of four pies and i am starting now at not oddly they're all wanting their pies for holidays <laughs> so <laughs> so it's starting to be uh pie city and so yesterday i um, baked off a ton of well not a full ton probably a half a ton of uh, a crap ton <laughs> yes exactly of pumpkins okay and so i would... I saw them get delivered to the food web they were beautiful yes from spring up yep. farm they're gorgeous Beyond and gorgeous. i uh, roasted them in the ovens over at the food web yesterday and i'm gonna puree them today in preparation for pumpkin pie so exciting yeah it is so you have okay so it's a a fundraiser where the food web is is looking for monthly donors, you know, continuing sponsorship yeah, kind yeah. of thing, and the, and the gift is a pie. So you have the cranberry curd pie with with sugared cranberries. Yeah, yeah, it's you a cranberry like it's a tart. Tart, yes. Yeah, oh yeah, with gingerbread pecan crust, and you have the blackberry. Is it lemon custard? Lime no, custard? No, no. Yeah, it's a blackberry pistachio custard, baked custard. Man, that's beautiful. I uh, know. And you have a pumpkin pie, and it has yeah. like a streusel on top? It has a pumpkin seed streusel on top. And then you have your caramel apple pie. Yeah. Now, I and thought because it's Thanksgiving that for sure the pumpkin pie would be the most popular, but it's been apple? It's been apple, closely followed by... Uh, I think cranberry's second, pumpkin's third, well, and now like... uh, blackberry is pulling into, <laughs> pulling out of last place. Uh, you know, it's turning out that as more and more people find out about the whole pie thing, because it has a short shelf life in terms of how how you have to get on it, or you're not. You know, I'm not making pie forever, Linda. No, but I mean, I, I just, I thought of the apple pie as the dowdy grandmother and then the cranberry tart yeah. as like the supermodel, you know? Yeah. And so I was just surprised that the dowdy grandmother won. Yay for dowdy grandmother. Well, so far, we still have, you know, a month. Okay. So you, you never know. In the end, I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you the winning lineup at the end. Let you know which. Uh, <laughs> and he's coming around the corner with his blackberries in tow. <laughs> so I am pretty excited about the blackberry, though, because you know they are uh, the little wild blackberries. The dewberries, those ones that everybody hides, the ones that nobody will tell you where they know they are, and the ones that two years ago, and I am not making this up because I am a negative person, <laughs> I knew where six patches of them were, and in one year, five of them disappeared. One was what? mowed, and then... Um, uh, I just went from patch to patch to patch to patch. And then the fifth one, there was a shed that fell over on it. And I am oh. like, really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> so 
saw only one of the six <laughs> patches that I knew where they were. The universe does not want ago. you personally. I, know, to I, know. I did at, at number five with the shed on it. I took it personally. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, uh, I was the lucky recipient of a jar of your uh, little wild blackberry jam one year. Clearly not from last year, no. but um, <laughs> it is so. Oh, good. That's a nice thing to say. Oh, my gosh. People really like those little, they are legally dewberries. They just are little teeny tiny blackberries. And I think that the, um, what do you call that thing? I can't think of the word because I can't think of any words lately. But it is, um, you should have a pie by the 4th of July. Oh. Because they they, um, get ripe about a month earlier than most of the other berries. Okay. Yeah. And they call them fence line berries, too, because oh. they tend to grow along fence lines. They need the fence to support them to get up in the air. Uh-huh. And, um, but dewberries is what they legally are. Well, they're yummy. They sure are. Yeah. So I think um, as uh, the pie, you, as we go along, people will, uh, the, the blackberry pie is being requested more often now. Because people are learning that it's those dewberries that yeah. everybody loves so much. Yeah. Yum. So, That's really cool. Yeah. So I started doing something that's not super exciting, but I like it. I started, I have an electric juicer, so it's not a big fancy thing. And by juicer, I don't mean like making juice. All it does is juices citrus. It's yeah, got yeah. that, that reamy thing on the top. Yeah, you just, I love mine. Yeah, you just put the lemon or lime down yes. on it. Brrr, it's juiced. It's and, really, um, uh, it is the most efficient way to get all the juice yeah. out of your fruit. Yeah. yeah, and I started leaving mine on my counter. You know, yeah. my counter space is limited. It's prized. And if I'm going to leave something on there, it better be doing some work. But um, it's just made me really happy. I'm not like wrenching my hands, you know, which as I get older, our hands hurt, you know, just <laughs> wrenching out my hands, you know, for a lemon and a half or a whole lime or something like that. Yeah. Just even if it's just like like three halves, I'll just do it right in the juicer. And I love uh, it. I, love I do that too. In the counter. And I love that it catches all the seeds. Yes. And I love that when I pull the half of uh, citrus off of there, it is completely clean. All yeah, that's left it's is empty. pith and um, it's It's skin. one of those little shells that you could put sorbet in and freeze it, and you then you'd have a cute totally. little dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to do that. No, me either. I only <laughs> buy them that way. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you could. I like when she pretends that she's laughing at me, but, <laughs> or laughing with me, but she's not. <laughs> she's laughing at me. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> uh, you know, an inaccurate preposition. I want to take a quick sec to remind everyone that that they're listening to Food Talk on Coast Community Radio and that Food Talk is a co-production of Coast Community Radio and North Coast Food Web. I'm Marianne Myers. I'm here with Linda Perkins. We're talking about uh, home cooking. Yep. No matter what the occasion. I saw something. You know, I read the ads, the, the grocery store ads, and this this was one from Chuck's, you know, and we don't have one around here, but it's up in Vancouver and Portland. And, and um, anyway, they had something on their ad I had never heard before, and it just made me laugh. Spray maple syrup. <laughs> what are you going to spray maple syrup? And how is it possibly going to spray? It's just going to go. No. And then it, the sprayer is going to work one time. I know. Not work one time. <laughs> it's gonna just and then I and what would and what would you spray maple syrup on? I just have a feeling it must be thinned down. But okay, I don't so know what maple no. water. What are you gonna spray maple? I water don't know. On? I don't know. It wouldn't even make a good glaze. You no. uh, you you need to brush it on. And how many times in your life have you used a maple glaze? <laughs> 
Never. I won't even buy the bacon with it. One. <laughs> no. I want to. I don't. I don't want sugar in my I scrambled egg. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I know. just thought it was so funny and that it was on ad. Like, look at this great thing, you know. And I was just. I. I it made me laugh. Oh well. They're trying. They're yeah. trying to get you to want something you never wanted before. But surprise, we still maybe don't want it. Maybe it's like a sucker test. You know how you have to like at most grocery stores, you've got your little loyalty card so they can keep track of you. And if you buy that, they're like, woohoo, they just send robbers to your house. <laughs> <laughs> She'll let us in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe. <sighs> hey, uh, do you remember in the really old days? Now, you might not remember. I'm a lot older than you. However... No. Chicken a la king. Oh, yes. Oh, well, yes. My mother, that was her go-to. Well, I know. And I grew up having that on a split biscuits. What made you think of that? Because I got this new cookbook yeah. that I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, I know. <laughs> you can borrow it. You can't have it, Linda. I mean it. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna put a return by date on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got this new cookbook because. It's called Dynamite Chicken, and it turns out that that's not a directive. It's actually just, you know, <laughs> it's an adjective, <laughs> not a verb. Anyway. It blowed up good. It's about, it's got like, I don't know, 50 recipes or something for really great chicken recipes mm -hmm. that um, I felt I needed because I was doing the same, like, four mm -hmm. things with yep. chicken over and over yep. again, and I was getting bored doing it. I, I, I live with a fabulous husband who is just so um, grateful to have a meal that he doesn't ever <laughs> complain if mm -hmm. he sees the same thing oh, forever. But uh, I get bored with it, and you don't want to be bored in the mm -mm. kitchen or else you're going to not want to cook. Yeah. So I get this book, Dynamite Chicken, which I love, and I should be able to tell you who wrote it. It's a chef. I can't remember. Uh, but I'm looking through it. When I first got it, I'm looking through it, and I uh, what I have in the I want to be able to find a recipe that I have all the ingredients for. And I have four um, chicken thighs, bone-in, skin-on, in the fridge. And I'm looking through, and I see uh, chicken a la king. Really? And I'm like, oh, I haven't had that for a million years. So I go, and I look, and it's this new take on chicken a la king. Okay. And it's got, uh, well, first of all, unfortunately, I have uh, chicken breasts or chicken thighs with bone in and skin on, and I have to like get the skin off, take them <laughs> yeah. off the bone, and slice it up because it's chicken a la king. And instead of a bechamel, it is uh, made with coconut milk. I bet that's delicious. It was delicious. And it has a jalapeno in it, chopped up, leave the seeds in, okay. unseeded. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that, that those were the differences. Okay. And I was too lazy to make um, baking powder biscuits, so that tells you how lazy I was because <laughs> there's nothing easier than that. But yeah. still, I just made it. We just had it over rice. Nice. And I, it was really – I loved it. And it has, you know, the frozen peas mm -hmm. in there and um, – onions and mushrooms and I didn't have the button mushrooms that it called for but I did have chanterelles oh wow it was delicious yeah well I bet especially with coconut milk and chanterelles I just I don't know I've just been really doing a lot with coconut and and curry paste lately coconut milk and curry oh paste. yeah it's just such an easy thing to do just so flavorful yeah 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 so um my grandmother would always say to eat good food 
and tell the truth and be kind. And she was a really kind woman. And one way that I learned that she was truly kind was with Chicken Ollie King. Oh. So my mother was not domestic. She, but she was smart enough to farm me out to a neighbor lady, Irma Bergendahl. To, to, she paid me a quarter for Saturdays and I would clean her house and she would teach me to cook and all the domestic things that my mother didn't like to do. So, so that was cool. So I got that kind of training young, but, um, because my mother wasn't a cook, she relied a lot on cans. And so she made chicken all king at least once a week. And what she did is she opened a can, a big honking can of chunking chicken all king. Okay. And she opened a can of the, the crispy noodles. Yes. And then she made some minute rice. Okay. And my grandmother had this, um, and I've talked about it on, on the show before, but not for a couple of years. She had these two notebooks, those little notebooks that fit into the palm of your hand and they've got a spiral on yep. the skinny side. And when she went to somebody's house and she liked something, she would write the recipe down. So the recipes in that book sound exactly like the people's houses that, that she was at, <laughs> if you'll allow me to dangle, dangle participle. So she, she, she would, um, like some of them would say, if somebody was an accomplished baker, well, you make the sweet dough roll, roll like you make the for the sticky buns, and then yeah, you know and that was <laughs> yeah. what it'd say. And then other recipes were written like recipes with ingredients and and methods. And then she wrote my mother's recipe for chicken all the king down, and and you could tell that it was because my mother knew she had this notebook, and my grandmother wanted her to feel good, and so the recipe is one can of chicken. I mean, it, grandma wrote it down one can can of chicken ala king one can of um oh the crispy stuff and then the minute rice isn't that funny and that's the recipe yeah but she wrote it down to make my mom feel good and that was just one way i learned that she really was a kind person it wasn't just that as a granddaughter you know she was nice to us and gave us candy you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah so that's in her book of other you know all the other recipes that she gathered for 40 years I think that my my grandmother was the cook in the family too. Yeah. I don't know how many grandmothers are the ones who cook now. Uh, my mom baked. Yeah. But uh, she and she cooked, but she wasn't particularly happy about it. <laughs> Same thing with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. We used to have things like. Uh, roast spam the entire loaf out of the can that's shaped like the can glazed with you know a brown sugar mustard glaze and baked in the oven it's so fancy now and then if there was any leftover she would be so excited because spam and eggs but there you go again with the brown sugar glaze or the maple glaze yeah no that's why i never have figured out like to me the um glazed spiral cut hams just ruin a sandwich mm-hmm. i i mean what are you going to do with that mm, sugar sandwich Ooh, yeah. not even good in scallop potatoes oh no you can't no, no. so it's um, not that it's not good you just you can't yeah you know you just can't <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's against all the things we hold dear <laughs> So, yes. speaking of the food web, I am representing the food web this year in the magnanimous mug. Oh, that's right. You are. Yeah, yeah. You are our spokesperson. I know. It means that I have to write a speech and I'm scared to death. Oh, oh and you know, uh, what we really should do is just take a minute and re- invite everybody to come because oh, yeah. uh, it, for for the seven uh, fans of this show who may not have met you, that's your opportunity <laughs> yes. to actually meet Linda and hear her speak in person. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be on the 
26. 26. So it's Tuesday the yeah. 26th of Upstairs November. at Fort George uh, from 6 to 8. Eight, I want yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, so please do come. Um, it, it's it's a night for um, m- many of the nonprofits in our world to, uh, ha- to have an opportunity to raise much needed funds, and it is also a fun celebratory. Mar- Marianne says it's Thunderdome for nonprofits in Clatsop <laughs> County. So Fort George picks ten nonprofits and then pits them against each other in this Thunderdome of money raising. And the three that raise the most money get their money matched by Fort George. So it's a big deal. And um, um, I am doing the little speech this year. I am representing the 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 food rep. So please come. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, um, it is fun. Um, it's an annual event, and it is a really uh, another reason to celebrate the holidays. Yeah. So, uh, so you're all invited, and we look forward to meeting you. And and if you could please identify yourself by fan number, that would be so helpful. Or just wear an apron. <laughs> or just wear an apron. What a good idea. <laughs> Well, that leaves me out. I hardly ever wear an apron. Isn't that awful? I have wonderful aprons to my name. Well, I mean, I, after I get done cooking, I need like a CSI team. I mean, it's just like <laughs> splatter patterns, you know. <laughs> I always have to like check the walls and the ceiling for batter before I have people over. Man, you have been... Uh, uh, you are now at uh, the Foodweb's Egg Day every Thursday, our farm stand, with your baked goods. So, and and I can't even imagine how you must just be like cooking until the cows come home oh, no, every single day. It's a lot of fun, and it's so fun just to sit there. Such good people come to that, you know. You get yeah. to see everybody. Yeah, it's like a coffee clutch. It, <laughs> it is. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah, and and also you you know you can support your local agricultural economy yeah. uh, while you're getting some pretty good groceries. But I will say that um, um, I am surprised every week by the variety of farm product that is still coming mm-hmm. our yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, uh, the fresh farm product, we also have like fabulous preserves and ferments and all of the the um, value-add product that our farmers do with to make their crops last through the uh, not growing season Uh, but we're still getting lovely winter squash and and um, uh, brussels sprouts and salad greens and it's Pretty yeah, really, cool. really good looking stuff. And pumpkins, those pumpkins. Oh, gorgeous. the pumpkins, yeah. yeah so I know. <laughs> and uh, you know, I cut up I guess six pretty big uh, not jack-o'-lantern sized pumpkins, but um but big for for sweet roast. Yeah, pumpkins. not the normal pie pumpkins are pretty like yeah. cantaloupe size. These were bigger than that. These yeah. were more like the head sized. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little smaller. Yeah, maybe. Um I cut up six of them and put them into roast last night and man does the kitchen smell good when you're roasting pumpkin yeah Yeah. wow hey i roasted some um red cabbage and i have never done that before so this is what i did i've never done it so um normally when you cut up a cabbage you kind of cut it like cut well this is what i do i don't know if that's what everybody else does but i cut it like through the stem like my hemispheres are like that yeah but this time what i did is i just cut and it was a big honk and red cabbage I cut it the other way into maybe one, two, three, four pieces. So cut it in okay. half and then the hemispheres Big, in thick half again. Yeah. Rounds. And then I cut those into 
big squares that were about the size of my the palm of my hand. Okay. And so they were thick. They were thick slabs, thick square slabs of of um red cabbage and so I brushed them with oil on each side I put them on a sheet pan with parchment and I put them and and I salted and peppered them and I I salt and pepper pretty heavily when I'm doing vegetables or they just don't have any flavor and then I put them in the um, oven at 425 for a a convection Um, actually it's I have a, a convection roast that my oven does I've talked about that before but convection or just 425 any of them I'm sure would work and I bet it took I didn't keep track because I just kept looking until it looked like oh if I let that go any farther it's going to be too far <laughs> because when you're roasting vegetables you have to be brave you know yes. you can't just take it out when they start steaming you got to have like brown cringlies around the edge so when it had the brown cringlies around the edge and I bet it was close to 15 minutes um, I took them out and they were delicious they really? were so delicious and Dale and his his son were just like, rah, 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 you know, so it wasn't just me saying, this thing I made is great. I'm great. It's great. You know? As we so often do. I know, with my pom-poms waving around the KitchenAid. <laughs> no, but they, they were really good. And that, that um, whole thing of cabbage just went away, like, in just a couple hours, just sitting on the sheet pan cooling. Everybody wow. just ate it. So, yeah, that was really good. I was surprised how good that was. And how simple because usually when we do cabbage either raw or cooked in some way it's a lot more work than that yeah yeah so what a great idea i i i i can pretty confidently confidently say it's the best cabbage i've ever made wow i was so surprised that is the nugget of this particular episode (laughs) cabbage nugget (laughs) oh i'm no longer Generous half cup Perkins, cabbage nugget Perkins. <laughs> you have so many middle names now. We we need another line on the plaque on your desk. <laughs> it is uh, seconds before ten o'clock, Linda no, Perkins. No, not again. <laughs> it is so annoying. I know. Why? Why? We need a wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're at the dentist, time a half hour does not go this fast. I, it sure I don't doesn't. know what the heck. <laughs> that Einstein guy. It is my pleasure to remind you that you are listening to Coast Community Radio, KMUN Astoria, ninety-one point nine FM, KTCB Tillamook, eighty-nine point five FM, streaming at Coast radio.org and on your mobile using the tune in app i need to uh, remind everybody that uh, we're looking at a high near 55 today what and i would have said no way but i see that it's 52 on the front porch linda so wow. i guess we might actually make it um astoundingly we're looking at showers this evening can you imagine <laughs> and uh tomorrow partly sunny high near 50 so we're looking at some sunshine tomorrow tomorrow yeah you can scrape the mold off your pets <laughs> <laughs> john stevenson is in the house and we'll be bringing you lost highways right after headline news coming up in just a few seconds thank you linda thank you marianne cabbage nugget <laughs>